0: you're listening to John Gregory Vincent here with the Surfacing Inclusive Leadership Podcast. This is leadership I learned the hard way during my 14 years on submarines. After a Gallup gig, working for the best human behavioral organization in the world, I was ready to launch my coaching, advising, and training company, The Submarine Way. So, hey, let's cast off all lines because we're getting underway. The Submarine Way. Hey, hope this finds everybody doing really, really, really well this week. Hey, title this week's episode, Could Bill Gates Benefit from a Necessary Ending? What the heck is a necessary ending? Hang on. We're going to talk about it. Let me get this out of the way. Bill Gates is a hero of mine. All right? Love the guy. Not everybody does. I do. So, our podcast today discusses Dr. Henry Cloud's book, necessary endings. So what does that have to do with Bill Gates? Well, Bill and Melinda Gates have set some unbelievably tough goals for their foundation. Things like eliminating, eradicating, if you will, polio, building wastewater treatment plants where there's, there's no wastewater treatment, heck, there's not even electricity to self-contained toilets, meaning they don't need water, they don't need anything else, they don't need plumbing systems to improve sanitation conditions and cut down on all those illnesses and diseases that come with that. Their success at getting so close to achieving these goals is is so impressive, it's amazing. But as is the case with any really difficult goal, getting to 100% is nearly impossible. So what does that mean in the context of Dr. Cloud's book, Necessary Endings? Dr. Cloud says endings are a natural part of business and life. Remember that again. Endings are a natural part of business and life. But that we can experience them with sadness, with hesitation, when faced with an event that should force a change, it should force an ending. But we resist it, we delay it, we come up with reasons not to. You see, in order to have a beginning, often there needs to be an ending. Would it be better if Bill Gates Foundation moved on to another goal? When they get to 99.8% eradication of polio, I'm not making that up, by the way, it's actually probably 99.99999, because there's like eight cases of polio, I think it was 2020 or 2021, in the entire world, eight, Bill, man, it's success. What else isn't getting done that you could be doing because you haven't gotten to a necessary ending? So, from our interpretation of necessary endings, the answer if he should move on is probably yes. Again, far be it for me to criticize Bill Gates, criticize Melinda, criticize the foundation. Um, obviously, wildly successful hero in my in uh, in, in uh, my world. So, not my intent. It really is just an illustration that. One of the most difficult things that a leader has to do is decide when to stop something, cut something, or end something in order to move on successfully. And sometimes what you're cutting, sometimes what you're ending isn't a bad thing. But it's not getting you where you need to be or getting you where you want to be. And that is something to think about for your life, And for your organization and for your, you know, where you are in your role. So, what does that look like for you? It could be an employee with performance problems, for example, and you keep hanging on because you're sure the situation can turn around. Or maybe it's a product line that has terrible sales, poor margins, but it was your baby. Letting go is like watching your child go off to college. It's tough. Dr. Cloud talks of watching a chief operating officer have a breakthrough moment after not getting his, his marketing person to perform time and time again. He tried different things. He tried different ways. He tried this. He tried that. And it just wasn't getting it. And finally, scratching his head, he realized he, he just thinks the wrong thoughts. He just fundamentally doesn't have the talent to do this. He terminated him. He didn't do it lightly, he didn't do it easily because this was a good, hard-working guy. But he just doesn't get it. You have to have a necessary ending. What could happen If you trim those product lines, we have a client now that has not retired. We just started working with them. They haven't retired a product in their entire history. Absolutely have not retired a product. They have them all stuffed in its huge warehouse. We're helping them get to a necessary ending and get to the things that are good because that is an anchor around what they could be achieving. They need a necessary ending. We will help them with that. So what if you had some necessary endings? What are some examples? Well, I wanna share, as I always do, um, this one's pretty darn personal. And this was a necessary ending of my first marriage. It was incredibly toxic. I was married to, I don't know if you wanna call it enabling, but uh, I was, uh, most of my marriage, I was struggling with alcohol. I am grateful recovering alcoholic for 19 years, but, I'm not blaming her for my uh, drinking, but uh <laughs> didn't exactly discourage it. It wasn't a good environment. It wasn't healthy for me. It wasn't healthy for our children. Um, it was just a toxic, horrible place to be. And when I, got, when I got to a point that I realized it had to end, or I I don't know where I was going to end up, but it wasn't going to be good. If I was going to have a chance at a life, even though I wasn't a kid at this time, I had to end it. It was toxic. It was poison. And by the way, even with all of that, it was still very hard. But I ended it. And guess what? The sun rose, and it was a new day, and a wonderful thing happened. Maybe I'll mention a little later on. Submarine story. I also want to let you, I'm telling this particular sub story because the opposite is true too. Sometimes a necessary ending isn't necessary something that's horrible, it's bad, it's terrible. Sometimes it's something that's really, really good, but it's run its course. And if you just keep riding that horse, you're never going to get to a different horse or you're never going to get in the car that you need to get into and get off that horse. And this example is uh, the Elmendal Rivers, a uh, submarine I served two tours on. Half of my operational sea time, uh, seven years um was spent on this submarine i knew the dna of this submarine i loved that boat i loved that crew i loved when i had to leave i loved the commanding officer there wasn't anything i didn't like i would spend my whole life there but i couldn't spend my whole life there because i wanted to be a command master chief command master chief is like a super senior it's a senior enlisted in the navy it's very very tough to get into that program and on a submarine you couldn't go from being what I was, an assistant navigator, to, to a Command Master Chief. You had to do a tour of what's called the Chief of the Boat, senior enlisted guy on a submarine. A seat opened up in the Senior Enlisted Academy, which you had to go to in order to um, even be considered for the, um, I guess when you got picked up, you went there uh, for the Command Master Chief program. But I had to leave that submarine in order to be, to, in order to be a Command, um, a Chief of the Boat rather. And in order to do that, I had to leave in the middle of a Mediterranean deployment. And I was a really, really, really good navigator, and we were doing some pretty intense stuff. And the commanding officer, God God bless him, he let me leave in the middle of that deployment so I could go to the senior enlisted academy, so I could be a chief of the boat, so I could hopefully, and in fact I did, get picked up for Command Master Chief program. It was a necessary ending, a very tough one, but one that had to be done. I gave those two examples because necessary endings are not always terrible. Sometimes a necessary ending is incredibly difficult, but you're in a wonderful situation, but you gotta move on. One other bit of advice that Dr. Cloud has is to not burn bridges. Leave the impression you are kind, honest, and respectful. Even though the situation didn't work out, you never know when you will cross paths again. I could have been very assertive, very aggressive, very bitter, very, you know, if the if the commanding officer had said, you know what, I just can't live without you, I wouldn't have done that. I would have said, I completely understand, sir. But he let me go. And I think I sent him a letter, I gave him 15 phone calls. He's still one of my best friends to this day. There's no bitterness there. We didn't burn any bridges. When it came to that end of, of, of that, that marriage, I will tell you. Uh, I might have thrown some gasoline on the bridge once it started burning, but I didn't light it on fire. That bridge was burned by uh, the X. all right? But I would have preferred some type of decent, non-combative follow-on. Try to not burn bridges. Try to be kind, honest, and respectful if you're, if you're having to terminate somebody try. It's important. What necessary endings do you need in your life? And when I say life, I mean at home, I mean in your role, I mean in your organization, if you're a senior person or you own the place. If you think you don't need any necessary endings in anything, you need to look a little harder because we all need necessary endings. I appreciate you listening. This is of course surfacing inclusive leadership our company is the submarine way and you know what what do we do this is what we do we build talent-based inclusion focused mission-oriented leaders and what does that mean to you what it means to you is these leaders drive ROI real measurable ROI they drive KPIs they find necessary endings they look to where you need to go. We do this through coaching. We do this through training. We do this through speeches. We do this through advising. We do this through succession planning. Hey, we build great leaders. Submarineway.com, that's the website. you learn a lot more. It's an easy way to contact us. You can also reach out directly. John Gregory Vincent is me on LinkedIn. Deb Cake Fortin, our founder and president, also on LinkedIn. Easy to find. Our books are great resources. Diversity and Inclusion in the Submarine Way was our national bestseller. And then Up Periscope, putting traditional leadership in the crosshairs is sort of almost like a pocket guide of principles of leadership that will make you a better leader. Thank you so much. We continue to grow. I think we're up to, uh, you know, we we would love your feedback. We would love reviews, right? Give uh, reviews on Apple, reviews on Spotify. I think we're on 12 different platforms, but we would love to hear you know, from you if you got feedback, and we would also love a review from you. Um, we just got on Spotify on June 17th, so today is our one-month anniversary. We're recording this on the 17th of July, and in one month, we've gone from eight followers our first day to we just went over 600 followers yesterday, so 600 new followers on Spotify in a month. I can't thank you enough. I think we're coming up on a couple of hundred um, five-star reviews on Apple, so thank you so much for believing in us. Thank you so much. For understanding, we're here for one pur- purpose. <laughs> one purple, one purpose, and one purpose only. Don't make fun of me. I got the microphone, and that is to make you a better leader, help you lead a more productive life, help you lead a more satisfying life. Thank you. I am a. But I'm done.